The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. You don't have to beg another person for another thing. Say amen to that. Your days of begging are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of worry are over. Your days of being without are over. All things are yours. Here's Adam, and he's putting Adam in the earth, and he's blessed him. Then he said, be fruitful. Now, Adam is going to produce something from the superior, by the superior method of the spirit realm. Now, what is he going to produce? He's going to produce something in the earth that came from heaven. Jesus said, thy kingdom come, come on, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So he's going to do that. Now, I had to do it too. Let me give you my example. We needed an airplane. And Lord, we don't have an airplane. I need one. So he had a man come here and speak on a Wednesday night from Africa. And he said, Pastor Winston, your airplane is in Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Well, what do you think I did? I thought, look it, because I need some seed. See, God already knew I needed the airplane, but I got to bring it forth. And I've got to bring it forth starting with a seed. I've got to get a seed. Luke chapter 8, verse 11, the seed is the word of God. I've got to get some seed first. Adam, I'm giving you every herb bearing seed. And I've got to start with some seed first. So I get some seed from God, from a man who carried it from Africa. And I look at verse 20, a bird of the air shall carry your voice. That's called seed. So God gives seed to the sower. So I sow that seed. Now, Matthew chapter 12 and verse 35, a good man out of the good deposit of the heart. He said, out of the good, what did he say up there? Out of the good what? Treasure. Let's substitute the word deposit. A good man out of the good what? Deposit of the heart. What is he going to bring forth? Good thing. So God is making it so no man can keep me from my airplane. Because my airplane is not in their hands, it's in my heart. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, nobody can keep you from your business. Nobody, come on, nobody can keep you from your rent money. Nobody can keep you because it's not in their hands. It's in your heart. And the sower soweth the word. And over in uh, Mark chapter 4 and verse 26, he goes on down, source of the word, and he sleepeth night and day, and the seed springs, come on, and grows up. Keep going, keep going. 
He doesn't know how. You don't need to know how this is coming forth. That's right. You don't know how this come forth. And if you don't know, the devil don't know. That's right. And I'm saying, God may have you to do this, do that, stand on one foot, that shout. That, that. You don't know how it's coming forth, but he's going to bring it forth. And the seed carries the instructions for manifestation. Glory to God, man. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to beg anybody for anything because your, your blessings come from home. Your blessings come from another realm. I'm talking about a spiritual realm that nobody can stop it. It'll come up through concrete. It, it, nobody can touch it. Nobody can have it. So you're, you're black, you're white, you can't do this, you can't. None of that has crossed your table. You don't even need none of that. All you need is a mouth and some soil. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hear what I'm saying, Doc? All you need is a mouth and some soil. God's got your seed. He knew you were going to need that before you got there. And he's got plenty of seed for you. If the devil's trying to stop you from your seed, God will bring it through a person from Africa. God bring it from a person from Australia. They'll somehow y'all will meet up and he said, God told me to tell you that their seed is in Ecclesiastes and chapter 10, verse 20. All you got to do is believe. Once you believe and sow it, you sleep and rise night and day. The seed springs and grow up. You don't know how, but the instructions are in the seed. came from California. I didn't know this airplane from anything, but I do know this. At a point of that seed development, the instruction said to me, pick out your interior, what you want it to look like on the inside. I took it and I started looking online and I said, this is too complicated. Let me just get a picture of one I like. I got the picture of the one I like and do you know what happened? The one I like came from California. I didn't know it was in California, but God doesn't, it don't make no difference because all the earth belongs to God, right? Well, I'm preaching, right? Well, y'all pulling something out this time. You don't have to beg another person for another thing. Say amen to that. Your days of begging are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of worry are over. Your days of being without are over. All things are yours. Planting heaven on earth. That's all it is. Now, understand that you're the ones that are responsible for this and that if you don't understand this picture that I just painted here, it'll be really hard, difficult for you to fulfill the things that God has planned for your life. Because that's the way the kingdom works. That's it right there. It works 
as a seed. Now, this truth, he said, God, let God be true. So when they came back from spying out the land of Canaan in Numbers chapter 13 and verse 33, they said, wait a minute. We're like grasshoppers in their eyes, and so are we in our sight. Now notice what the, the two spies said over in Numbers chapter 13, verse 30. Let us go up at once, keep going, for we are well able to overcome them. Was that the truth? Yep, because God said over in Joshua, Chapter 1 and verse 5 No man, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Whether you're young or whether you're old, they ain't going to be able to stand before you. Is that the truth? See, if I stand on the truth, everything got to change. It's got to change in me, it's got to change outside of me, it's got to change. Do you believe that? Now let's keep going. So one of them gave a fact, and the fact was what he could reason in his natural mind. They're giants. They're more experienced than we are. We've been in slavery. They've been fighting wars. Uh, All the things that look right. And then they eventually said, well, let's make a decision. Let's go on back to Egypt. And because uh, if we face these guys, they're going to kill us, take our women, children, so forth. All that sounded reasonable. Didn't it sound reasonable? And that's what they could see with their natural eyes. You, I'm talking about the x-ray. You can see it with your natural eyes. You, you can see it. But God said, by his stripes, come on. saying that the doctors are not good. I'm just saying that there's a reason why God has spoken the truth because only the truth is going to make us what? Free. So you look at that TV enough, it'll tell you who you are. God said that are you not gods? Are you not gods? That you're being gods. Some, th- this is, uh, this is the, uh, the foundation of the supernatural in your life to know that you're not a natural person. All right, let me keep going here. Woo! Y'all with me so far? All right, so now the lie, all right? So the devil just tells a lie. He just tells a lie. All right, now, let's take an example. Somebody born, they're born a male, okay? Now, God says he created two denominations. Over in Genesis 1:27, he created them male and female. All right, now that's the truth. But now here comes somebody and they're going to use these uh, hormones and they're going to change their sex. Now, I'm not talking about people. I'm, I'm here in love. Say I'm in love. And they're going to change their sex. Now, now, notice what's happening now. A fact is taking place. 
because that's what they're telling people. Now, I've changed my sex. I'm not him anymore. I'm her. Now, understand that this, this poses a real situation because in Psalm 139 and verse 16, God says, now, from the beginning, I wrote your members in a book. I wrote who you are from the beginning. No, better than that, he sent Jeremiah to say something in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. He said, before you even came into the womb, I knew you. I knew what you were. I knew what you were going to die being. I knew everything about you. Now, some way you done listened to some voice that was not the voice of truth, and you done took a fact and trying to change yourself. But here's the good news. First John chapter 3, verse 8 says that the devil sent it from the beginning. But the reason why Jesus came was to undo the works the devil had done. That I don't care how far gone you are, God can turn it around. reverse it. Proof of that is you sitting up in here right now giving God praise. That was one time you was running away from God. Say amen. Now I'm saying I don't care what the enemy has done to you. I'm that he had messed with our minds. People had abortions here and had this here, but I got good news for you. If you can't to Jesus. Any man that's in Christ, any woman is a brand new creature. All things are passed away. Now, all you got to do is renew your mind to what God said and let God be true and every man be a liar. You don't have to carry around guilt and shame and all of that because God can make it so that you never did what you did. He he can cover you. He can make it so that the blood of Jesus cleanses your mind, cleanses your heart, and you say, I'm free. I'm free indeed. too hard for the Lord. No, 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 no. We all mess up. Why? Because we were listening to the wrong voice. The devil comes to kill, steal, destroy. That's what he does. So I can't, you can't be hard on people who are listening to that voice. You're in the world to win the world. We all had some crazy stuff but God is good. Matter of fact, his mercy is new every morning. Every morning you get up and say, Lord, forgive me for going off on him. Lord, forgive me for that. God said, I forgive you. Let's go. Come on. Say, I'm forgiven in the name of Jesus. Now, last thing. The last thing is 
fear not. Say fear not. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love. Hey, you, you can fear not because God is with you. Here's what David said. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley, the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. David knew that nothing could separate him from the love of God. He said, if I make my bed in hell, there you are. If I take the wings of the morning, you see, he experienced missing God, but it's good news. His mercy is new every morning. So what would fear do? Fear came on Job. Job said, the thing that I feared most has come upon me. Job chapter three and verse 25, watch this. Took my health and my wealth. It took my family. This is Job. This is what fear can do. The next thing, fear will stop a person from increasing. He said in 1 Kings chapter 17, here the woman and the prophet said, feed me. And she said, I only have one more meal left, one meal left. And then he said, well, feed me with that one and fear not. Fear not, feed me first. See, fear not. Can't you see what I'm saying? It'll keep you from increasing because if she would just feed him, then the, oil, the food would start to multiply. I'm saying, if you just give your tithe. Can't you see what I'm saying? Fear got you blocked. It's not a man. It's not about somebody tricking you. It's fear. He said, I'll open up the windows of heaven. I'll pour you out a blessing. Your name will be known all over the world. But fear says you better not do it. And I was at that crossroads with this shopping mall. God said, so 400,000. Fear tried to come in on me. As one person, what shall I do? He said, don't do it. Another person, he said, obey God. I said, okay, fear, get out of the way. I'm going for it. 
One, two, three, four. And look at it now. Fear can keep you from your destiny. Oh, they were going over to the other side on the ship, but look what happened. Here comes the wind and here comes this, this storm coming. And the Bible said they woke up Jesus and accused him that he didn't care about him. He rebuked the wind, said to the sea, peace be still. And then he turned to them and said, why are you so fearful? How is that that you have no faith? Fear can keep you from being all God called you to be. And fear is from the devil. I'm saying David's men, they call them mighty men. They came to him broke, busted, and disgusted. Oh, something like that. But look what David did. He turned them into such fearless men that one of them could slay 800 men. I'm telling you, your potential is locked up and we're going to unlock it. We're going to unlock it. Now, it'll, it'll keep you from receiving your healing. That's what fear does. It paralyzes. But the biggest thing fear will keep you from is your miracle. It'll even keep a person from being saved. If Satan could work it in somebody's life and try to hold them in fear. See, being saved is the biggest miracle in the book. But I declare it will not hold you. Say no fear here. In the name of Jesus. Here's what David said. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. See, getting, getting old can bring fear. Come on. Not knowing what tomorrow might bring could bring fear. Huh. Poverty brings fear. There's a lot of some things that bring fear. Some people don't like to swim because it brings fear. But David said, all my fears. Say, I want all my fears gone. In the name of Jesus. So the last thing is fear. And fear can be cast out in the name of Jesus. Fear can be eradicated by revelation. Over in 2 Kings chapter 6, when Gehazi could see the angels around him, fear left. You can get rid of fear by knowing about vengeance. Vengeance is where God moves on your behalf. And he taught Abraham vengeance. He taught him where Sarah, he told Sarah, don't tell him you're my sister or they may kill me. But God had to show him that the judgment of God would come and protect him. Say amen to that. And also fear, perfect love cast out fear. So what am I telling you? Your days of fearing. That fear has run your life for the last time. That today you 
are being totally delivered. Amen. Oh, have mercy of fear. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that. Now, again, this is a series called The Dominators. Now, what I highlight in this particular teaching is no fear. Not a little fear. No fear. David said this, I sought the Lord, he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. See, when fear is gone, faith is left. And look what David did. He slayed a lion and a bear, and then he killed a whole army. Now, let me tell you, that's what no fear can do. If a person fears, it can rob you of your joy, of your family, of your finances. That's what fear can do. But if you stay in faith, you'll get victory in every situation. So from now on, I'm saying to you, no more fear. Say it. No more fear in Jesus' name. Praise God. Well, get that teaching. You will enjoy it. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith. Blessed by today's message, order The Dominators in its entirety to receive the full teaching. This three-part series is available on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order, contact us at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. As believers in Christ, we carry authority and power. This dynamic series, The Dominators, will equip you with the weapons needed to win every battle and live a victorious life on this earth. I can't thank Dr. Bill Winston enough for being a blessing in my life. I am so glad I decided to partner with this ministry. In 2018, I was drowning emotionally and financially. I was often filled with anxiety and fear. I went to see my doctor, and she referred me to a psychologist. Now, the psychologist was booked for the year and wasn't seeing new patients, so I turned to my Bible. I often found myself reading for hours. A few weeks later, I was in the hair salon and heard my stylist listening to a minister. I turned to her and asked, who is that? He is bold. She replied, Dr. Bill Winston, you can find him on YouTube. Before long, I had listened to all of Dr. Bill Winston's teachings on YouTube and was hungry for more. I began donating to the ministry and then became a partner. Why? Because I was getting so much out of Dr. Bill Winston's teachings. My soul was prospering. I no longer felt fearful. I was filled with joy and peace. Late 2019, the devil stepped in and tried to invade my body with cancer, but God said otherwise. I stood on God's word in Matthew 15, 13. I went through with the surgery to, you know, appease my doctor. The pathology report came back negative. No cancer was found in my body. Before long, I was out of debt. House, car, doctor bills, and many more bills, all paid in full. Since partnering with your ministry, I have paid off close to $1 million in debt. Again, thank you for your ministry. You have truly been a blessing in my life. Thank you, partners. Through your support, 
we are transforming lives and teaching people how to use the word to manifest the best of God in their lives. Not a partner? Sign up and become a partner at billwinston.org slash partner or call 1-800-711-9327. And together, let's make an impact on the world that cannot be erased. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. 